And so this comes to the point of mastery, right? Where there is a level of mastery, you got to understand. If I say these words a certain way, the calculation, the prospect's going to be this way, and they're going to be able to do what I need them to do. Hey, this is Blake Sloan. I've been selling real estate over 14 years. Our team of highly trained professionals, along with our unmatched marketing, has sold thousands of homes here in the Myrtle Beach area, and this is how we do it. The security piece here, this is for the long piece, right? I'll talk to this about uh, Chris and it actually has showed him on my phone. I already had this listed on my, my phone. Chris, you remember what that, what that word was? Tenacity. Yes. Why do you think that matters? Yeah, this business is hard, but here's the thing. Every business is hard, all right? It's one thing, it doesn't matter who you listen to. Like I say, any Priscilla, whoever, selling supplements is hard. Selling real estate is hard. Anything at a high level is hard. And everybody goes online and preaches about how things are, you know, this, this easy and great and, uh, you can run some Facebook ads and be successful. That's not how the reality is in life, especially in the world of real estate, right? You have to have tenacity and be tenacious. What you do, why? Because it's a fight, right? It's constantly a struggle, but there's always a big reward on the back end. And so you got to be good at this because why? It's an emotional low coast for a lot of people. This goes back to taming the chaos of life and do I follow through consistently in what they do. The people that win this business the most, and again, this is not, you know, 100% uh, all the things that it takes, but in the, the last 15 years of doing this, the people that are most successful are mastered these in a very, very high level. And I had to pick a top four to what I kind of really thought overall. Number one, the first part of that is they're relentless. Relentless means they're continually going no matter what, no matter what, regardless of what's going on, right? They just keep pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. Uh, one of the words that really kind of went with this, uh, I thought was sacrifice. Patrick, talk about that. What do you tell me? Um, yeah, I was, I was frustrated, but I, the, I said, it's like, sometimes sacrifices have to be made that I told, I told you, I only got to spend, uh, 30 minutes of total on Saturday. Cause I was, I left the house by eight and I didn't get back home until after we went to bed. I didn't get home till eight 30, but to win. And sometimes you have to, you have to make sacrifices like that. hundred percent. Right. I told Chris, somebody, I was talking about this, about people like getting the business, people that here long-term, man, I work six plus days a week till we move in this office. Um, which is almost, you know, what, almost 10 years straight, six plus days a week, every week, right? 10, 12 hours a day, every day. First two hours, first two years plus bartending at night, just to have money that I could put back in my real estate business. I live all the bartending money, put the other money back. So I don't feel sorry. People that can't make it when everything's given on the flip side though, there has to be that constant relentlessness, no matter where they're at, right? They're not happy at making 50, 60,000. They're constantly growing, constantly growing, constantly growing. Relentless piece means, hey, look, they're pushing no matter what, right? If they had two or three closing last week, good. They're on to the next one, on to the next one, on to the next one, right? They're not hunting down to be that thousandaire to try to make a little money and then pull off the pedal. You got to be willing to constantly make sacrifice. What we find is the sacrifice piece here, and I think Ed Milet talks about this in some things, is that people are constantly bargaining, right? They're buying how much they can be bought for, how much can I just hit this number and I'm not going to work as hard anymore? Not going to have those things anymore. doesn't mean you can't have some enjoyment, right? Some joy, but you got to be relentless in terms of what you're able to do. That has to do with my follow-up, my work ethic, with my constantly winning at a high level, right? Again, this is not the average salesperson that we're talking about here. We're talking about the absolute best who are sales killers all around. Number two, key part here, they got to be a fighter. What do you mean? Not letting your business melt down when you get punched in the face. Yeah, you got to be willing to fight back to, to very agents, to evil agents, to very evil people. Right now, we're in a time uh, in business and life. People are just up, man. We have people yesterday called lying, wanting to get out of agreement, 
said, no problem. We'll just let you put it on hold. And then all of a sudden, there's another story, another story, another story. And uh, the thing is, they were flat line, right? People are just evil. And you got to be willing to do what? Have the, the tenacity inside of you to fight back. Same thing with commissions. Do I fold it like a cheap chair? Or do I actually ask for them a commission? That's important. You got to be willing to do this. Because, for example, Alex shared, you know, some number we were talking about. Of the 14 people that's asked for the extra deficiency, guess how many got them? Somebody else besides Alex or Katie? 14. What's that? I'd say 14. 14. Of the 14 that's asked for, 14 got it. Of the one person that didn't ask for it, guess what they didn't get? Nothing, right? You have to be a fighter. 14 for 14 versus one that didn't do it, right? You've got to be able to do it. And here's the thing. The business is tough emotionally, right? Physically in a way right? Drinking and want to deal with it. There's a lot of things you got to be willing to fight and get through because what you're fighting is yourself and getting to the next level of you. You don't realize that you're just battling. The fight that you're having is your capacity to get to the next level of business, the next level of life. And I talk about this all the time. The shit that I used to be up all night worried about that I thought, you know, was going to be a killer end. I look back and laugh at now. Why? Because you go through so many things that help grow you, right? Your capacity, to handle more deals and more problems where it doesn't phase you, but you gotta be willing to fight through that pain to get there where you can actually make that happen, right? Which obviously I call that being willing to stand in the fire, right? I think very, very important for you guys to be able to do is you gotta be able to stand in the fire. Next one, you have to have stamina. Alex kind of hit that a minute ago. What do you guys think that means? Alex, what does that mean? Don't tire out just because you had a couple of hard days or even when you have a couple of good days. I mean, don't just, yeah, don't just wear out. I mean, that's, <laughs> this business never ends. I mean, any good business where you're making good money, Katie and I talked about that, where it's like both of us had our phones ringing off the hooks for our whole trip. But on the flip side of that, we probably put five figures down on that trip collectively and, and we're back lockstep, not even worried about it. And that's, that's the trade-off. You got to make sure that you have the ability to keep pushing no matter what, right? Regardless of how you feel, regardless of what's going on. If you have two deals fall through, what do you do? Keep going right? You don't leave early. You push to the end, no matter what, you've got to make sure you have the ability to have the stamina to push through. I'm just telling you because why business in general, especially real estate is what, what type of race is it? Marathon. So I've got to make sure that I have the stamina. Now, what do you think one of the biggest weaknesses that people have? They're sprinters and they lose stamina and you can't sprint the marathon. Yeah. And Ryan, you've been here for a while. What happens to people when they come in and get some deals? They leave out, they go take vacation, they go, they start buying some. Next thing you know, they're over here trying to scramble for the next deal and they can't get the next deal. And then I don't see them again. So, and here's the thing, doesn't that mean you guys can't enjoy, right? The, the fruits of the labor, right? And have release and joy, but there's a difference of just being purposeful about it, right? There's being reactive and purposeful. So if I have that, Everybody takes out, plans out, boom, work super, super hard, grind super hard for a quarter, whatever it is, boom. All right, get laid to focus, like Alex mentioned, boom, back on the grind, back into it. You have to have the stamina to make sure. I, but in this piece here, I mean, mostly the deals, right? They have one or two deals fall through, and all of a sudden they become unraveled based on what's happening to them versus them controlling how they operate. Does that make sense? Where you're in control of you no matter what happens. I can't control what deals fall apart necessarily I can for, for if I, I pre-frame right but I mean like external financing issues whatever it may be but I can control me continue to make my dials and stick into the actual schedule and putting five or ten new pending deals under contract fourth piece here of this one which I think is very important 
right? They're always on attack, always able to focus on new business regardless, no matter what they have going on, no matter how tall they understand the business, the important, but they're always focused on new business. Why is that? That's where your next deal comes from, man. You got to be very, very tenacious, understanding that no matter what, I've got to always be on attack. Those things happen to me, right? Yesterday, it was just one thing after another, after another, after another, after another. But you got to do is keep moving forward. Keep I had one. I was getting yelled at in one call. And I had another one calling in, yelling, wanting to talk to me while I was on the other call, right? I have an agent who gave a bad review about us who's never even done business with us since 2018 because he was just a hater. I'm dealing with that issue. Got somebody else coming in, trying to yell at me for something else. And I'm like, man, you know what you got to do? Still on tax. So guess what I did? Pick up the phone, call that person. Literally, I hung up one, got right back on the other one. Why? Because you got to stay on attack from that scenario. Why? Because it's a mindset piece. It's a power piece, right? This all goes back to, am I willing to stand in the fire, right? Very, very important here. I want you guys to remember that. Keep that part because one of the most powerful things you can do is when it starts going sideways and how you get better, you stay in the fire. That's so true. And so many times in my life and business and people I've seen is when it gets crazy, the hardest thing to do is to stay in the fire. Why? Because naturally you want to run, right? I put that in my, my stacks in the morning. It always asks me, you know, based on the story, what do you want to do? And obviously, you know, the number one thing for me is I want to sedate. Just want to pretend it's not going on, right? Ignore it. I don't want to face the problem. But when I go through the, the, the flip side of that, asking what do I need to do that I need to do is attack that, right? I got to make sure I'm willing to stand the fire, deal with the problem, and make sure I'm able to move forward, okay? And so that's very, very, very important. Very, very, very important. If I'm new, if I'm, if I'm experienced, right? The key part here is am I constantly measuring myself? I'm going to do a different color so we can see the most important ones. Measuring myself here in a place of attack, right? Very, very, very important. Other piece too, relentless also goes back to outworking everyone. I'm always constantly outworking everyone when I'm here. Very, very important that piece. Last piece, they're smooth. Here's the thing. These aren't like strategic. I literally just sat back and said over oh, the past almost 20 years doing this, what are the best people have the top four traits and how they break down, right? Number one, powerful, they're a force, right? They have, they have energy, they have, they have, they're constantly going no matter what, right? They have urgency, everything to do. They're attacking all the time. They have the discipline to follow through and create leverage. Here's a problem. The smooth people who are naturally smooth, guess what they don't have? Discipline, that's why it's on the opposite side, okay? And so the first part of this, I taught this over and over and over, I think it's very important to remember because this is what the most complaints I hear sometimes from people are. Number one, they got to be likable. Yeah, because if they don't like you, they aren't going to work with you, right? You guys remember that? I think it's super important in, in that scenario. If they don't like you, they're not going to work with you. I think it's very important. So what does that mean? It means I've got to be purposeful about being likable. Here's a crazy thing, right? That's in my, my words on the phone, my face-to-face -face presentation, and also what's that going to be in? Your tonality. Yeah, on the phone, if I talk to my tonality for sure, but also in my written word, I frame up my written emails, my text messages. I'm constantly got to be in a place of likable, even if I'm off for them, how I can make sure I can frame it up. But the key part is I got to be likable from the very beginning. What happens with clients if they disappear and ghost you? They just something about them, right? They got it. And Joe, you mentioned one thing about Rich. What do you say about Rich on the phone? He's laid back. He uh, is consistent. You said people, were, I think you said he's likable that people liked him, right? 
The oh, no, absolutely. Yeah, he's very smooth about it. So that's one thing that's important in that scenario, right? Second piece, which you can't go without having. It's, it's a must in that scenario, right? They've, you got to be what? Persuasive. What, how, what do you think that means? To me, it's having purpose with your conversations, like having every conversation have an end target in mind. Because if you're just, I mean, it's one thing to just be likable, because that, that's, you can build a friend that way, but people don't really listen to their friends. If you have likability and you have every conversation with a target at the end of that conversation, then you start to move people down the path of persuasion. Yep. And here's the thing the persuasive piece is a skill. Very important. I like you guys' likability. Let's put I can build an extra word for you guys where I think it's very important. And this is a leadership thing. This is a sales thing, right? And this is a lot of times people don't have this is you got to have the level of empathy up top. The next piece of that is understanding the psychology, right? And I'll tell you why they're different in a second. Why do you think that um, the, the, the psychology and the persuasion is different? I think persuasion is what to say, but understanding the psychology is how to deliver it. Yep. So persuasion is you. It's your skill set of words. It's your skill set of art. How do I take the art of understanding what they're telling me, what the data is, what the intention is, and how am I putting that into words? And here's the thing. This is one of the hardest parts. Some people naturally have it. Some don't have it. And so if I naturally have it, that's okay. I got to work on the other pieces of this. Some have the other pieces. They're not good at persuasion, at persuasion right? And it's an art that's studied. I've read hundreds and hundreds of books on it, right? And here's the thing. This psychology piece, Aleph, is the mind of the prospect. Specifically, how they calculate what's going on. And so if I understand the, the, the psychology of the buyer or the seller, or the consumer, I've got to be able to say, look, here's how I make sure I calculate the words I'm saying. And I'm calculating the words they're telling me to understand what's going on. I've got to be a master of psychology. Right. In terms of understanding how they're operating, what that is. Now, most people aren't even understanding to a level that there is a level of psychology. And so this comes to part of mastery, right? Where there is a level of mastery, you got to understand. If I say these words a certain way, the calculation of the prospect is going to be this way. and They're going to be able to do what I need them to do. So I had it also, I was going to teach on this afterwards if we had time. This is the why. Right. So I got to understand deep down even better than they do. Right. This is the hardest part. And so I actually had to split up into two of what these two here, persuasion and the psychology is also known as sales IQ, right? I've got to understand this. And obviously the empathy piece is part of there too, but these two up here oops, are actually connected together, right? So if my art is not where it needs to be, what I got to do, I got to practice. Right. I've got to constantly practice and I've got to constantly be role playing. I got to understand how if I say this word, they're going to say this. That's a part of understanding the objection piece. I want you guys to try to understand like, there's got to be this piece here. Of, OK, just they like me now. How do I make sure that I can influence them at a high level? And this is very this is the hardest part to learn and master. Right. Is the persuasion psychology piece. And so that's a learned art. It takes reading books, studying, understanding. Right. How does this work? And it's the hardest thing for me to take someone who's not experienced in sales and help turn them into that so they can truly understand that, right? And so I think that's something that makes a big, big difference in that aspect and something I want you guys to just say, look, how do I get much better in doing that? It makes a big, big difference. Last piece here, right? Which And here's the thing. Alex mentioned you got to be a student learning. Like this is going to take forever, a lot of just constant learning the rest of your life. You can never get 
that much better, right? It's an art to this, of understanding persuasion, where it's a game, where any objection somebody gives me, I can overcome it. That's where I got to get to in that scenario, right? Because I understand they want something. They came through a certain process, and we're losing a lot here at this point, just being real, right? We have people go to properties, they don't sign. They get objections, they don't sign. They disappear from your bucket. There's a big piece of this that's missing, and that's why it's obviously the fourth piece, and it's really one of the hardest ones. I started the easiest up top. Uh, the most important, though, up top that I can't teach or make you better, you got to want that. The discipline piece where I think a lot of people, even our top agents, need that here. There's a lot missing in that, that piece of that. Uh, the third piece, the tenacious aspect, the fourth part, smooth. There, there's one piece here that means the most, I think, in terms of, of really having people follow you. And I've talked about this a lot. Why do you think certainty? Because you believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, people will believe what you're saying. Nothing is sexier. Nothing sells more. Nothing moves you more than having certainty in what you do, period. Especially when you're selling somebody. Why? Because if they smell, if they sniff, if they suspect any doubt in you and what you believe and what you're selling them, they're instantly going to have the radar go off. They're going to back off and pull off. And we're going to think, well, maybe we shouldn't do this. Maybe this, you know, we, we shouldn't pull the trigger right now. Maybe we should hold off right now. Maybe this person's not the right fit for us. Right. It's very important to make sure that through the entire transaction, there's at no point do you have to pull off and do that. Now, talk about this in every way. Right. This is how you show up. This also has to do with your power and how you're, you're coming across in your words and your responses and your actions and how you show property and how you walk, how you talk and how you do all these things. There has to be a level of certainty that you create, and that you build and that you're hunting down at all times, because the more certain you are, the more people are going to follow you by and line.